So Jessica, I'm so excited to have you here. Um, I was thinking about this all day. I was just super pumped after our brief chat. And I can't wait to dive into the conversation about just organizing a, like a good structure and have a meeting in the home with the family because that's so important to me. And I, I told you that. So just give a brief intro to who you are and your passion for doing this. Yeah, definitely. So I'm Jessica Eastman Stewart, and I care about get helping folks get organized and have more fun at home and also at work. And so um, I have been doing a weekly family meeting um, in my home for a number of years. Um, and it's been so helpful that I realized that friends were asking about it. So, you know, I just started sharing about what we do and, um, it seems like a lot of folks have found it helpful. I think, you know, I have a, a resource about it and I think like 800 people have downloaded it. So clearly folks are interested in this topic. And so I am excited to share more about it because maybe it helps other families too. Oh yeah. Especially I think when like families with multiple children, I have my seven, it gets, you know, kind of hectic at times trying to organize everybody. <laughs> yeah. Slightly hectic. I imagine yeah. just slightly, a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. So a family meeting, I think is like the perfect answer to just bring everybody together, a family huddle, so to speak, and just kind yeah. of talk about what's going on. And then even, um, just the adults too. Um, I like how it could be everybody together, but then separate in its own way with just your spouse and some one-on-one -on -one time because it gets so busy. Yeah. So I, I love this idea. Yeah. I think so for us, like when our kids were little, my husband and I started having our meeting, just the two of us. And I recommend that folks think about a time of the week. That's going to be a good time of the week to do it. So, um, you know, for us, for example, like after the kids go to bed at night would not be a good time because like we're kind of drained and we're not that smart and we're like just not energetic enough for it. Right. Um, right. But you also want to think about the flow of your week. You know, you want to think about when can you actually focus? And so for us, for a while, we were doing it on like Sunday afternoons to kind of plan the week. Um, we actually now are doing it on Saturday morning. Um, which helps us get like kind of organized for the weekend and uh, and then organized for the following week. And for us, when we first started it, our kids, they knew that that time was gonna be screen time for them. And so it allowed them to, you know, expect like, okay, I'm gonna get screen time, which is always helpful, I think, if you're gonna have to yeah. let kids know when to expect it. So that worked great for them. And it also allowed us to be, you know, focused while the kids were enjoying some Paw Patrol or something, you know? So, yes. um, so that worked great for us. Um, and that, that's when we're doing it. But I also know there are some, um, I know some families, especially if the parents are the ones mostly adjoining the meeting, I actually know some who do it during kind of the traditional work week. Um, mm -hmm. you know, if they have flexible roles or, you know, uh, you know, one of the family, one of the members is staying at home, like they're just like, you know, Thursday at, at 10 a.m., you know, like works yeah. for them, you know, so I think it can be whenever it works. Um, but the the scheduling of it, I think, is important. Um, but I think folks should, you know, if they want to try this out, schedule it. But then you can date date the time. You don't have to marry the time. Right. Like you can there say, you like, let's try this and then say, like, well, that didn't work. So let's try a different time. Yeah, I like that. Date the time. Don't marry it, because I think with that type of mindset, if 
you marry the time and you're like, this has to be it and it doesn't yeah. work, then you might just think you're failing and then give up altogether. Right. So when really the only problem is the time. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Totally agree. And yep. I had to chuckle about the nighttime meetings because I don't know how many times my husband have and I have said, we got to talk about this tonight after the kids are in bed. Totally. And then we end up on the couch watching a movie or one of our shows and then he falls asleep or I fall asleep. And yeah, it, our conversation doesn't end up going anywhere. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, that happens to me too. Um, you know, and so that's the other thing about these family meetings is that um, for me, it helps us avoid feeling like the only thing I ever talk to my partner about is logistics. Because before we were having this meeting, we would end up talking about logistics like all the time, you know, but it was like often in a stressful moment, like, wait, 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 did you do that? Did I, am I supposed to be taking care of that? Or like, mm -hmm. you know, like it's like kind of stressful in the moment and that those interactions were not positive for us or our mm -hmm. relationship. And so um, this allows us to have, now this allows us to have a place where we can talk about um, the kind of logistics and priorities of our life and what's going well um, in one place. That doesn't mean that we will never talk about those things in other parts of our lives or, you know, on, another, on a random Tuesday, but it does mean that there is one particular place where we're gonna get a lot of it kind of out of the way. And that has been a huge, like huge game changer for us because we're not then trying to, you know, say like, oh yeah, we need to talk about what we're doing for Thanksgiving travel. And then we just like, keep not doing it, keep not doing it, you know, or like get interrupted because we're like trying to do that. And then the kids are like, mommy, can you help me open mm -hmm. this? You know, um, yes. like it allows us to just actually like start and finish the conversation. So I find that it saves us a lot of time too, because we're able to just like start and finish a conversation instead of just halfway doing it all the time because we happen to be in the middle of cooking dinner and think like should we get a hotel for that thing that we're doing or should we just drive home that night like you know and then you're like having that random conversation it's nice to have a place that you can just say let me put a note that we're going to talk about that mm -hmm. in the meeting and it's so helpful yeah i love that we're going to pause for a second because my son was like i have to go poop yes yeah. <laughs> <So laughs> go help him yeah great no problem so I'll pause the recording. Okay, sounds good. Well, we had a poop break. <laughs> <laughs> you were explaining everything. I just, I'm like your ideal person. <laughs> that is so us. Um, I can be very organized, but for whatever reason, my husband and I just do not have that time thing down as far as taking the time to talk about everything. When you were explaining like, oh, you do it over dinner. I'm like, yeah, we do that, but we don't pin it for later. We just, it gets yeah. pushed to the side and then it adds to the stress and the chaos. Right. Another thing is that brains are really good at having ideas and they're really bad at keeping them, yes. you know? So that's another thing is that we get to keep things out of our head and into a place. So essentially the way our, our meeting goes is we sit down and we actually have a written agenda and it's on a, a, like I printed it out and like stuck it to a clipboard mm -hmm. and then we have a little legal pad and essentially throughout the meeting we are creating a to-do list for the week and so yeah. 
we are, um, you know, jotting down things that need to get done or discussed. And so the way our legal pad looks when we start the meeting is, you know, I put like the week of whatever date at the top. And then um, I put Jess on one side, John, my husband's name on the other side, and then like together at the bottom. Yeah. And because there are some things that we have to do together, right? Like if we, if the thing is decide about the hotel, you know, like we, and we want to talk about it together. Like we both have to be there or I cut my husband's hair, for example. So like, you know, if we're doing that, like we both got to be there for that. Um, So it's not like my task or his task. And so, you know, but sometimes we're like, Hey, can you take care of that? And we'll put it on his list or I'll, I'll do it. You know, we start talking about the calendar for the week. So we look at, you know, like our phone calendars and we basically like, you know, are looking for a couple things. One, like any issues that need to be worked out. Like, oh, okay, normally I drop the kids off at school in the morning, but on Thursday I can't because I have this early meeting. So can you do it? Okay, let's, you know, change that in the calendar. You know, so we're looking for like issues that need to be worked out or like, oh, who's gonna take the kid to the birthday party? Like you're just working out the logistics as well as looking for tasks. So like, oh, we have a meal train for a friend on Thursday. So like, what, are, what should we make? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, great. Um, we'll get that. Or, oh, there's a birthday party coming up. Do we have a gift yet? Okay, who's going to take care of that? Okay, let me put that on my list, you know. Um, so we're kind of looking for things to do or issues that need to be worked out. So yeah. the schedule is kind of how we start. Then we hit on like family and kid priorities. Mm-hmm. So um, we are talking about things like what are what are the things that we want to work on as a family. And so for example, like over time, things that have come up during this part are like, okay, are we ready to potty train the little one? You know, yeah. like, cause that takes time and energy, you know? Oh, yeah, so yeah. you're like, are we, is this a good time or not a good time? You know, we're going yeah. on that trip next week, maybe not. So, you know, or we're like, you know, what's been bothering me is like, we don't have a place for the kids to hang their backpacks. Mm-hmm. And that is like becoming stressful. Like, can we, can we talk about that? What, or what are we doing about kids and chores or like, Ooh, we should be doing allowance. So having those kinds of conversations pops up for us. We touch on money briefly. And so we, if we have any like quick money things, you know, like, Ooh, do we need to move this money over here or, or like make a decision that re- relates to money? Sometimes money conversations need to be bigger. And so we'll like realize like, oh, we should talk about that bigger thing. And then we'll just put down that conversation as like a to-do. Like, let's put it on our list that we wanna talk about retirement accounts or something like that, right? So that's something that we do. And then from that point, we're just basically, we have a list of places where our family to-dos might be kind of hiding. And we go through those places and look for things that might be hiding. So for example, our family to-dos sometimes are in our phone reminders. So we both look through, like, because occasionally we'll set reminders, like, don't forget to do this, you know, and so we'll, we'll grab that out and put it on the list. Things like, you know, I have a reminder in my phone once a month to give our cats their flea medicine. Like, I'll look and be like, oh, yeah, that's this week. And I'll jot it down. One of us will say we'll do that. We actually stand up and walk around the house because often little to-dos for us are hiding around the house. So for example, we'll be like, oh yeah, that needs to get returned. Can you take that back to Walmart? You know, like, okay, we'll put that on your list. Or, oh yeah, we need to fix that. 
like, what's the next step? Do we need to buy something to fix that thing? Or, you know, so we basically like look around the house and like, sometimes there are just like to do's like sitting around, like we'll notice like something that came in the mail and be like, okay, that thing needs, we need to talk about that thing that came in the mail, you know? So um, we have a list of places where to do's might be living and we look through all of those and like come up with those. And so again, sometimes we are having conversations and making decisions at that meeting. And sometimes we're just writing down that those things need to happen later. But it's it's been really helpful to get us organized as a family. I couldn't help but think of how much this has to help the communication with everyone in the home. Yeah. Just because, like you said, we store things in our brain and maybe we've been meaning to tell somebody, you know, please pick this up or this day or whatever, yeah. or tend to your laundry. But it just gets shuffled in our brain and then it doesn't come to surface. So I think how you were saying, like it also affects the culture of the home. Yeah. Um, when we were talking yesterday, that communication has to just become so much better after incorporating these family meetings. Oh yeah, absolutely. It yeah, it totally does. Everybody has a little bit more. I mean, when you have clarity, it helps you relax. Understanding who's doing what helps the whole family relax because you yes. can trust like, you know, that we already decided that this thing is going to get done in this way by this person. Um, you know, we keep that, we have a little like hook and that um, clipboard just hangs there right there in the kitchen. And so it's easy to see, you know, and I can like see it when I'm like, you know, making breakfast and I'm like, oh, right, right. I need to do the cat flea medicine. Actually, I've got, you know, two minutes while the microwave's going. Let me go just take care of that and then I'll mark it yeah. off, you know. It really helps. And, you know, we've now, our kids are old enough, we started incorporating them into parts of the meetings. Different families do this different ways. Some families have the kids there for the whole time. Um, you know, it really depends on your family, your family conversations and your family dynamic. But we've started incorporating our kids into parts where we ask, you know, what's going well in our family and what is not going well? You know, what is something that each of us wants to work on this week and make a priority? You know, and I might say, I feel like I'm, now that the weather's warm, I'm not drinking enough water. So I'm gonna try to drink more water this week. That's a priority for me. You know, and kids might have different things that they wanna prioritize for the week and we can all support each other in doing that by sharing those things. It's also a chance to talk about, you know, some of the harder stuff like, hey, I'm feeling stressed because you guys seem to be bickering a lot, you know, and that's stressing us out. What's going on there? And like, how can we work on that together? And it also lets us get clear on what's happening this week, you know, so kids can be like, okay, I know the plan. Like, this is what is going on this week. This is what's happening. So they can start saying like, okay, so I've got, wait, I've got one week of summer camp and then we're going to visit grandma and grandpa. Like, you know, those kinds of questions and things, kids can relax yeah. and feel better when they have clarity on what's going on. So that can really be a big help. Even though we haven't implemented this yet, I could see how that would help some of my older kids. My oldest, she kind of likes to know what's going on. She just would rather it be mapped out and then she can just not stress over it. For example, she has a big Bible trip next week. And then we are going to a softball tournament this weekend. So today we're packing everything. So she's like, okay, what do I do? Because I'm worried and I'm anxious. I said, so we need to just step uh, make steps for you to complete. So today, just pack things you don't need for the softball trip. That way, when you come back on Sunday, you just have to worry about the things that are 
needing to be washed and whatnot. And then we can just add that to the suitcase for you to go on Monday. And she's like, okay, but it's just so much. So having it ma yes. uh, mapped out and then I love the clipboard idea just because then everybody can now go look at the clipboard. It's all there for you. There's no questions. It's really simple and it clears up so much. So that would save a lot of families, honestly, from all the negative things that might be on them subconsciously and what puts them in a bad mood because they're stressed about whatever and they're anxious about things that might be coming up and like this trip, how she was about to get anxious, but then was able to relax after we planned it all out. Made a plan. Exactly. Yeah. And no. I think like other families, you know, I've, I, when I've led workshops about this, you know, we, we actually in our family used to do meal planning at this meeting. Um, we've decided now that we don't do it in this meeting anymore um, because I just like I'm happy to do it. So I do it separately yeah. from it because I, I like being the president of, of meal planning in our family. <laughs> um, but the we used to like plan out dinners for the week at this meeting. So some families love to do that, you know, and like figure out like what are we going to eat this week, you know, and like do that collaboratively and make a plan. Um, other families think about you know, they've got big long-term projects going on. And so they add that to the weekly agenda because they know that there's almost always going to be something to talk about related to that topic each week. So for example, if you were doing like some sort of big home renovation, you could add that to the agenda and say, what do we need to talk about related to that this week? You know, cause yeah. that might be a year long project, right? Or um, I recently led a workshop for families whose kids are in high school. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them were saying we are, you know, some of them were like, deep into the like college process with their oh, yes. kids and so that went on their weekly list because they're like there's always something to talk about related to you know filling out the fafsa and applying to yep. college and writing essays and visiting colleges and figuring out financial aid there was like there's such a huge project yeah. at a certain you know certain season of life and so if you've got that big long-term project you might want to add that to your list to say, make sure we talk about whatever is going on with that big project each week. So that can also happen in a family. And I like how it can just be personalized with whatever season, like you're saying, because right. it, it's always changing. So it doesn't have to be a set in stone type of thing. What works for me is going to be definitely different for somebody else with like for you, two kids. That's you right. Know, I love it. Moms compare like Susie's doing this type of planning. So I'm going to try it, but then it doesn't work for me. So you just give up. Right. Yeah. It's definitely the, the concept of having a place where you talk about these things as a family, I think can apply to most families, but what you talk about and how you talk about it and when you have it during the week and who's involved, I think can be really different. And so I think, you know, folks should feel comfortable just taking the big concept, making it work for you. Yeah, for me personally, we're going to implement a, a prayer time just to kind of teach our kids the importance of prayer and that they could pray about anything, whatever's on That's their right. heart and they're worried about that we could all pray together and really focus on God's God. word. I love Either that. before the meeting or after the meeting, we're going to kind of see how it goes, but that's our plan. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've another fun thing is you can have like fun rituals, you know, like that you can start out the meeting with a joke from a joke book. You know, you could get one of those family conversation cards um, that you can find on Amazon, like a box of different cards with interesting questions. And you could have one of the kids like pick one of those out and everybody answers, you know, 
would you rather fly or be invisible? You know, and like start yeah. off with an interesting question. I know some families, they actually call the meeting to order by doing some sort of fun thing. So for example, they bang on the table in a certain way. So like, and, and then that sound, like everybody knows like, okay, the family meeting is starting out yet. Like, so they'll be like, Oh, yeah. You know, and they'll do that until everybody's at the table and then they begin the meeting or something. So, you know, you can create all sorts of fun rituals. You could light a candle. You could eat your favorite fruit or have bowls of popcorn for everybody during the meeting. You can add all sorts of fun joy if you want as well. So that's one of the great benefits of this is that it can just be pretty flexible to do however you want to do. I love the banging. I think the kids would get a kick out of that. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Right, exactly. So now they get to do it in a way that they're like being asked to do it to help the family. Like, let's make sure everybody can hear us. Like, you know, oh, yeah. we're sitting around the table. Like, oh. let's do this. And their latest game that we've been playing the past couple of days is charades. So that could be another yeah. fun idea. Yeah, you could add charades to it. Exactly. So a fun way to start the meeting, a fun way to end the meeting. Mm -hmm. Everybody could go around and like, give a compliment to somebody in the family or an appreciation to close the meeting you know you could do all sorts of great things that might help so for somebody who is just starting out like we're going to be starting our meeting for our family what advice would you give to somebody who is nervous to start maybe they tried before not done so well maybe weren't yeah. consistent so what could you give to somebody today advice yeah i would say start small so don't start with a meeting where you're trying to talk about family priorities and money and do this appreciation thing and you know get the schedule and do the full to-do list like i would say start small with the thing that would provide the most value if that is just getting two adults to sit down for half an hour and just brain dump all the to-dos in your life into onto a paper and clarify who's going to do this and who's going to do that that would get so much chaos out of your life and create more calm. So if, if that's all you do, then do that. And that can be how you start. Just like, hey, let's spend half an hour each week just getting clear on who's doing what this week and like what is in our brains and get it out on paper. Do that for a couple months. And then if you then say, okay, I want to add in a conversation about money each week, or I want to make sure that we also talk about the schedule, or I want to talk about parenting priorities, or, you know, this big project, you can add those in and then maybe the kids get to get involved later. So start with the smallest possible piece. When that feels easy, add something onto it. That. It makes it so much easier to just start small and it, it removes the pressure, I think, too. Of just yeah. going, okay, I just have to start with a little bit and then we can always add on later. That's right. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, even just getting two adults, if you're, you know, not everybody has two adults in the family, right? So even this concept for a single parent or a parent who, you know, the other partner is not available yet or not on board with this idea, just sitting down and say, and getting everything out of your head is going to be a huge help, right? Even if you just use a frame of like, okay, what do I need to do now? What do I need to do soon? What do I need to do later? And what am I like saying? I'm never mind. Never mind. I'm not doing that thing. <laughs> you know, like even just yeah. like putting putting those four categories on a piece of paper and just getting it out of your head, 
that is a solution for some of the overwhelm that we can feel um, when things are just really busy and we're like, our lives are kind of in the red zone. So I think that can be, that can be really helpful as well. So yeah, start small. Here's your permission slip to do really small if that is helpful for you. That's perfect. My kids are all like, mom, I found you. Yeah. <laughs> you keep saying more of a pop to short. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, this has been amazing. I really encourage everybody to go follow you and what you do. If this could get into every house, I think it would change the game for families, honestly. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, so yeah, so if folks, so I've got a number of free resources on my website. If folks need things about, you know, creating daily lists at home, or even I have a, um, a, a 14 page list of like, um, icebreaker questions, which a lot of people use for like work meetings, but can be really applicable, most of them to families for either a family meeting or a family dinner conversation. They're just like interesting questions to like get a meaningful conversation started with your family. So lots of free resources on my website. Folks can find them at jessicaeastmanstewart.com slash everything. And that I just have everything that I have available <laughs> on that one page. So folks can find all the things. Um, and I actually have a guide to like how to plan your weekly family meeting with lots of templates and things like that. And like pitfalls to avoid and like a checklist to get it going. So that one is 10 bucks, but we should do a deal. So folks in your audience should can get it for half off. So let's do that. So Amazing. I will set up a coupon code. Um, should we make it Ashley? And that sure. way anybody, okay, great. So if you go to my website, jesskeesmanstewart.com slash everything, you can get the weekly family meeting guide for half off for five bucks. It'll actually be less than five bucks. I think it's 9.97. So like 4.90 something. Um, and it'll be half off and it'll help you get started. So um, awesome. if, if you feel like a little bit more guidance would be helpful, then I've got you. Um, but there's also a bunch of totally free stuff. So. Um, would love to support folks with all of those things. I think there's eight free resources that folks can just download right away. Oh, that's so amazing. Yeah, I, I'm totally obsessed with this. I'm going to go buy a tablet. Great. I need a big one because we have a big family. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> An extra large size, please. This is perfect for all the moms and families to get organized. Thank you so much for your time and being here. I, I think you've are going to inspire a lot of moms and families to start and just try it and have fun with it. Yeah, I hope folks enjoy it. Um, and if you've got questions, you can, you know, reach out to me on my website or I'm on Instagram at joyfully managed family. Um, so folks can also DM me there with questions. If they're trying to figure out how to make something work or have a question, I'd be happy to support them that way. Thank All you right. so much, Jessica. Thanks for having me. 